Speaking of uh, teams with bad luck, the Lions have just one win uh, on the season to who? The Minnesota Vikings, of course. Uh, Lions are playing the Broncos in Denver. Uh, They are 10-point dogs currently. Uh, The live total, let me just make sure I have this live line correct because it's it's been moving around. There's been a lot of line movement all over the place. Uh, let me look at it here. Boom, boom, shake the room. Uh, total is 42, a whopping total 42. So it actually hasn't moved much today. I think it was 42 when I was doing this prep. What's your feel on this game? Because although the Lions have yeah. been a an awful train wreck, they have been one of the best teams against the spread. Like the back door is open for the Lions pretty much constantly. I know. I find myself betting on the Lions like way too much. We were doing it in the beginning of the year, and it was, well, they're not the most talented team. But they actually care about these games. Like the Houston Texans, they're going to be an auto-fade for me the remainder of the season. Correct. And, you know, even though they're a good team, probably the Tennessee Titans other than this week just because of the injuries. But, like, with the Texans, there's really nothing left to play for. Not that there is for Detroit, but Detroit does have some young guys, right, who are going to be around next year. They still do have to evaluate. I think they also, like, Dan Campbell... He wants to win so yeah. that he doesn't lose his job to right. like one win on the season. And I think like that's so that's the difference. Like David Coley, his first press conference for the Texans this season, you know, he was like, I don't believe in analytics. And everybody's like, well, you probably should. You know, yeah. I get it. You're an old school football guy. But like every once in a while, you got to go for it on fourth Just down. My eye test. You might want to use some like pre-snap motion, this and that. Like, look what LaFleur is doing, Kyle Shanahan, these young guys, and maybe catch on to what they're doing. And They've been bad, like really bad. And there's a bunch of vets that don't want to be there anymore. With the Lions, I do think that there's some guys that still want to win games. And I think they want to win games for their head coach, for Dan Campbell. But after that first victory out in the Motor City, some guys celebrate, including Jared Goff. And then there was a flu bug. There's some sickness running around in that locker room. And I got to be honest, like they're coming off of a victory of seven-point dogs against Minnesota. And yet we're still looking at them as 10-point underdogs. I feel like the number is telling me that I have to take Denver. And I have to root for Denver here because I do have the over eight wins. And it's getting it's going to get a little sweaty here the second half of the season. Like Denver, we didn't know what to expect after they traded away Von Miller. And then they had some nice wins. Like Bradley Chubb, they could still get after the quarterback. I still like them a lot defensively. I don't know why the Bears let Kyle Fuller walk. I would have kept them. Um I do like them defensively, and I like Teddy. The problem with Teddy, people were being real hard on Teddy, and I get it. Like, Teddy Bridgewater's never going to be a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He's probably never going to win you 13 to 14 games, but he's serviceable. He could get you into the playoffs if he has the right weapons and a defense. Problem with him last week, in the last couple weeks, he's hurt right now. So he's still trying to push the ball down the field, but he could barely move out there. All that being said, I just I feel like the numbers telling me this is a letdown spot. I said this earlier uh, on a couple different radio hits, and everybody's like, a letdown spot? They won one game. Yeah, but, I mean, what did we expect them to win? I only expected them to win one, if, if any at all, for Detroit. I think, like, coming off that win, they celebrated it. That was their win. Now it's a letdown spot. I think that Jared Goff or whoever's behind center is going to have a tough day against this Broncos defense, and I think the Broncos will be able to run the ball. 10 points is a lot. I'm not going to play it, but if I had to, it would probably be the Broncos or nothing for me in this spot. I, I think I think Detroit comes back down to earth this week. You know, the thing that's interesting about Detroit is they are not a good team. No. But truthfully, like I said before, they are one of the best teams against the spread. Uh, I believe they are 8-2, and two, or they've, what was it? They've been double-digit dogs uh, four times, and they've covered three. Yeah. And it really should have been four because, remember, the back door was open and they were in, on the goal line against Green Bay yep. as double-digit dogs. They're eight and two to the under in their last in their last ten. 
Um, so my question for you, Ryan, is like they're ten point dogs right now against the Broncos. So let's look at who they've been double digit dogs to before. Like, how much better uh, are the Broncos than the San Francisco Forty ers Because they were nine and a half point favorites there, and they covered. They lost by eight. They were obvi- they're obviously much worse than the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay was only eleven and a half point yeah. favorites, and they lost obviously by eighteen there. Uh, they Minnesota was a ten point favorite. They lost by two. L.A. Rams, 16.5-point favorite. They lost by nine. Cleveland, 13.5-point favorite, lost by three. Minnesota, 7-point favorite. Obviously, they won that thing outright. So I don't know that the Broncos are that much better than, say, like right. the San Francisco 49ers. Like, I don't even know necessarily if I would give them the edge. Right. Like, I don't know if I say that they're better than the Minnesota Vikings that were 7-point favorites there. 10 is a lot. It is a lot of points. And truthfully, the back door has been open for these Lions all the time. Like, they just move the ball. Like, they put together drives. They're dead for, like, most of the game. And then all of a sudden, Jared Goff comes to life. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know why they consistently cover the spread, but they do. And truthfully, like, this is an under game to me. Like, I don't know how the how the Denver Broncos are going to be able to score enough for this to be a 10-point game. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't play the over in this spot right here. And, yeah, I mean... It's just like, what? eventually I feel like, are the Lions just going to continue every week to go out there and just like try really hard? Because we got to be honest, like even Denver, they're not as talented as Denver. I think the reason that this number is where it's at is I feel like there's just a few teams left with home field advantage because this year is proven in the NFL. Denver certainly has that. Home field advantage just does not matter. We do this every year, like as Packers fans, we did it last year. It's, well, Tampa Bay, hot weather team. You get them to Lambeau, Tom Brady, he's not going to know what to do with himself. And it was like in the first half, Brady had three touchdown passes. He got cold in the second half, but I just, I don't know how much that matters. I think there's certain places where there is like real home field advantage. We talked about it last night, Minnesota on a Monday night primetime standalone game. There was home field advantage there last night, Kansas city. I think Arrowhead gets pretty loud. I do think Denver is one place that really does have the home field advantage and it's because of the altitude. And I do think that that is really a thing. Just like I think the team struggle to play in the Florida heat, particular teams. Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately, being one of the quarterbacks that just doesn't perform. I just think that maybe this will be a tough travel for Detroit. But, yeah, 10 points does seem seem way too many. This That's why I'm staying away because the number tells me, like, I almost have to take the Broncos because yeah. the Lions have covered the number, like you said, every week. And they did it last year, too. There was a couple games last year. I mean, they should have beat the Chiefs. And, granted, that was with Matthew Stafford. It was with David Blau. And... They did it even for Patricia. As bad as he was, they actually covered the number all the time. I don't know what it is about Detroit. That's the stay away from it's me. It's interesting. Though. Like, and I think what's interesting to me to me about the Broncos too is like they're averaging 19 points per game, and like that's it. Like they are going to score somewhere between 14 and 20 points a game. Like that's what they will do. Like, right. and the only reason I think that it's 19 and change, whatever that they're averaging, is because they had that huge blowout win against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Like without that one skewed game, like. This is a team that does not score. Like, they have a good defense, but, like, say they score 17 points. Like, you don't think that uh, Detroit's going to, like, in crunch time, fourth quarter, touchdown and go for two? Right. I just want to see what this COVID situation looks like, and maybe I do end up betting it. I saw Jamal Williams just went into the COVID protocol, so I'm just wondering, like, who the hell is going to score touchdowns or, or move the ball for the Lions? I guess we'll find out on Sunday. But, yeah, that's a pass for me if I had to play it. Denver is 10-point favorites. Gross. I just hope they win. I already played uh, Detroit. I played Detroit plus 10. I like the math, and I like their against the spread. 